And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Big Blue Kickoff Live, brought to you by Coors Light, as always seen right here on Giants.com. The lovely Nicole Barris as taking care of us at the controls today. My good buddy Paul Dottino, seated to my left. Back-to-back days with Paulie. I am Russ Salzberg. And as always, you, the fans, are here to give us a call. The number, as always, remains 201-939-4513. 201-939-4513. Boy, I said it right. I didn't make the mistake of trying to give my home phone number again because everybody... Nicole always holds her breath when I try and do that. But you anyway, sure you don't want to try? No, to do no, that anyway? no. We're going to leave it as two zero one nine three nine four five one three. We do have lots to talk about, but just a reminder before we start talking: if you subscribe to the Giants Audio Podcast, please note that Big Blue Kickoff Live now has its own dedicated podcast. So you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or your favorite podcast platform. Again, Big Blue Kickoff Live. No longer will be available in the Giants audio podcast. So please subscribe to the Big Blue Kickoff Live podcast. You can watch or listen to the show on Giants.com and the Giants app. All right? Okay. So, Paulie, we got a quarterback situation. You and I didn't expect this because he sounded like he was very optimistic, uh, Daniel Jones was, but... As it is today, folks, Daniel Jones in a boot. Uh, I guess what Paul will call it a high ankle sprain. Moderate high ankle Moderate sprain high is what an- Coach Schumer said. And um, it's not official that Eli is playing, but I would say all signs point to Eli playing. Coach said it was very unlikely right. that Daniel Jones would be able to face the Eagles on Monday night, even though there's an extra day because it's a Monday night game instead of Sunday. Uh, he said that Jones would be unable to play today or tomorrow if there were a game. And as you move forward with the practice week, he said it would probably become very unlikely that Jones would be able to suit up in Philadelphia. And so as things stand today, all expectations are that Eli Manning is going to get the start. Yeah, and uh, everybody's going to – the stuff that's going to be written, that's going to be said, the situation is what it is, folks. It's a quarterback who was injured. It's a quarterback who's – the backup who is stepping in and you know when Eli was asked Eli gave the best most simple succinct answer of anything you know well, what's it like coming in I mean you know preparing each week it, it's business as usual that's what it is well what do you expect from him well no no the but, ultimate but, pro I mean listen some of the questions that were asked to Eli today what was going through your mind at the trading deadline that's what you're asking me today yeah well <laughs> I mean that's what you're asking me today <laughs> The mentality of some folks. Uh, I mean, uh, here's what I will say, Russ. Okay, the bottom line is this. The Giants have a starting quarterback now who is physically unable to go. At least it looks like he's unable to go this week. And so Eli Manning has to play. Anything that happens beyond that is really pointless to talk about. In fact, even Pat Shermer was asked, how long do you think he'll be out? They're not sure how long Jones will be out. They do think it's going to be shorter because it was less... Um, serious than Saquon Barkley's high ankle sprain, which, as we know, put him out for almost a month. Well, Saquon, you could tell right away. I mean, he was on crutches. Okay. He was having trouble. So we don't think that Daniel Jones's injury is going to force him out a month, but could it force him out more than one week? Who knows? That's a day-to-day thing. Right. And the, the only thing that we do know for sure is that Pat Shermer did answer the question 
of when Daniel Jones is healthy enough to play again and gets cleared, does he go back into the lineup? And Coach Shermer did say yes. Well, it, it, that it, was the about the only definitive answer that anybody could give right now. Well, it was it was a matter of fact. Yes, it was like when correct. Yeah, I, I mean when Daniel Jones, the question was asked uh, when Daniel Jones comes back, is he start? Yeah, he's my starting quarterback. That, so that, that's what it is. That, now, that's that, the only thing that that you could talk about because everything else is speculation. Yeah, and that, pointless speculation to be honest with you. You know, but but it will be speculation every from practice, before practice, during practice, every which way. And um, you know, l- listen uh, from a the fans out there perspective, uh, I I don't like to see anybody get hurt. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Okay, it just this this sport is too difficult a sport to be played in. Uh, too many guys have had their careers cut short by injury. Injuries are not a laughing matter. I don't take them lightly. lightly. Having said that, though, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are going to be not rejoicing in the fact that you know Daniel got hurt. Anybody who who does that, quite frankly, I think is stupid. But um, I know know a lot of people are going to be glad to see Eli get a good chance to play, if not, you know, like you say, one more time. I I think in a perfect world, from from the diehard Giants fan who bleeds Eli blue and big blue, the perfect scenario would have been for him to get a chance to play at home as opposed to being on the road. You know, and, and believe me, Eli's not coming back to any picnic facing a hungry Eagles team in Philadelphia. Whoa. The Eagles, who, by the way, got ripped by Coach Doug Peterson this yes. past week for saying that they didn't want it enough last weekend uh, when they were upended by the Dolphins. Uh, that that did not sit well. That did not sit well at all with the Philadelphia media. And so, yes, I do believe that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be absolutely loaded for bear. And I don't think I need to tell you that if there's one team that has actually caused tremendous difficulties for the Giants over Eli Manning's tenure, it would be the Philadelphia Eagles, especially at the link and in prime time. It has been a very rough go in this particular scenario. And this is the one that Eli has to face. I mean, there's just no getting around it. Uh, this is what happened when it happened, and nobody had an opportunity to uh, change the timing of it. You know, when things like this go on, they just they just go. Yeah, and so so be it. The the difference for a guy like Eli coming in now, folks, is you're not gonna you're not getting a, a kid quarterback co- coming in uh, on a Monday night game looking like a deer in the headlights. You know, you'd be, you're talking about a veteran guy, a future Hall of Famer coming in, so he knows what it is. I mean, um, I don't... Will there be game rust? I don't know. I, I mean, other, other people, yes. Here you're talking about a guy uh, in practice. So I, I, you know, Eli's a veteran. He knows what needs to be done. He's coming in, and we'll see what happens. I mean, I, mean, I, I look, don't know what else to say about it. He'll be ready. Let's not even yeah. talk about that. He will be ready. And, oh, by the way, after all the years that he's spent in the National Football League, there's nothing the Eagles are going to throw at him that he hasn't seen. Okay? The question really is, 
how well do the Giants match up talent-wise against the Philadelphia Eagles? Because the Eagles do have a more talented 53. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, I don't they think do. there's any there's right? no, no one's going to dispute that. Okay, this they've got a more talented roster. So what can Eli do with all of the wares that he has at his disposal to A, help the Giants compete, and B, try and upset an Eagles team that has gone through difficulty? I, I, I also think, uh, Paul... You know, Coach Pat Shermer was asked this question as well. You know, how much does it alter, you know, what you do? And uh, Pat gave a, really it was a common sense answer. He says, you know, maybe a, a few plays here and there, but your game plan is the game plan, and, and I don't think a whole lot changes there. I mean, how can it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think you're going to be seeing Eli uh, – on a keeper, rolling out, you know, that type of thing. Uh, there you know. have been a few times that Daniel Jones has actually run structured quarterback runs this year. But I think quite honestly, and let me ask you this, hasn't it been fewer times than you thought when he first got into the lineup? You know what? I didn't have any expectations. What, what I expected from, from Daniel, and, and that's a good question, Paul. I didn't have any expectations on that. What I did expect his um, mobility to uh, get out of trouble, you know, to, to, to run, uh, you know, be it through the line or around then or something. I mean, obviously, he's can scramble better than Eli. I don't think, you mm -hmm. know, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not disparaging Eli by saying that. I think Eli would say the same thing. But I, I, didn't, I don't know that I expected a whole lot more design running plays from him. Well, to this point... Daniel Jones has been credited with 39 rushes during his rookie season. And, you know, if you look at Eli Manning's uh, totals over the course of his career, and I think this is kind of interesting just to kind of look at the numbers a little bit, um, the most that Eli ever ran in one season was 35 times in the Super Bowl season of 2011. So there is little doubt that Jones has run a bit more than Manning but it has not been a dramatic increase from the quarterback position. And I think a lot of people, not necessarily me and maybe not you, but I do think a lot of people thought that there would be many more runs from the quarterback this year because of Jones's legs. And the fact that remains that it has not been an overwhelming increase. Yeah, I, I, you know, also those numbers, you know, can be played with because I would you know my question would be how many of those were like for example uh, just a quarterback sneak how many of those were you know we don't have access yeah, to that here now saying, so but I, the fact that the numbers aren't so widely spread apart does seem to indicate okay again we need we don't have the specifics but it does seem to indicate that it has not been a drastic change of quarterback runs well yeah I th that I would agree with so in that pretty much is what Pat Shermer said not a whole lot's changing from the game plan maybe a right. player or two like maybe one of those design plays that we're talking about but how about this how about the Giants change one thing Monday night execute <laughs> how about that hey from your execute. mouth from your mouth to the man upstairs go win the game ears. That's exactly right. You know, folks, we've been talking about it. You've heard me say it time and time again. Uh, we have fun with it. Uh, it. It becomes coach speak ad nauseum. Execute, execute, execute. 
or failure to execute. And that's been the problem. I mean, listen, you can go back to the New England game, to the New England game. It was, they were, they've been in there at every game to the fourth quarter, really with the exception of um, the Vikings. With the exception of the Vikings game. Think about it. I mean, look, to rehash the schedule at this no, point I'm isn't going to help a no, whole but lot. I, but that's where the frustration of the season comes in. The frustration of the season comes in, and that's also part of what happens with the young team. And oh, by it, the way. It, it, it's figuring out knowing how to win, right. knowing how to close the deal. Uh, before we get to the calls, we should add, did not see Evan Ingram and did not see Golden Tate out of practice. Um, I believe Tate won't be up for his next review for the concussion protocol until sometime in the next several days. So whether or not he's available, we still don't know. And again, with Evan Ingram, still don't know exactly what the situation is with his foot. I do know they're optimistic and he's feeling better. Now, I didn't see him out there. Maybe he was, but there was a lot of distractions going on today. So yeah, it was a we'll, fair, fair bit of noise today. You know, yeah, so we'll see. What, what um, I would think the extra day in concussion protocol helps. I don't know, Russ. I, again, yeah, I, you know. I'm not going to guess I, on that I, one. Folks, I'll tell you, the concussion protocol – it the just, league will let you know. Yeah, it just is <laughs> it's what that it simple. is. It's that simple. The league will let you know. I, I mean, I don't think any teams are playing games with you on that as far as uh, giving out information. It's the league will let you know. No, you know, it's that simple. It, 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 it's, There's it's, no room here to, to negotiate. It, the league tells you either he's cleared or he's not. Yep. Again, 201-939-4513 is the number. 201-939-4513. Phone lines are open. Again, a reminder, also, Big Blue Kickoff Live is brought to you by Coors Light. Enter to win the ultimate VIP game day experience, courtesy of who else but Coors Light. So text VIP to 90464 for more details. I, I just think, like as I was saying, I think people, you know, for those... Like we were talking to Charlie yesterday, our buddy Charlie from Portland, Maine. There, there are fans who just want to see Eli play again. So if things stay the way they are, they're going to get their chance to see Eli play. But again, uh, Eli's coming in against a very tough opponent on national TV in the enemy's den on you know Monday night. Uh, arch rival, the Philadelphia Eagles. So, boy... This is no walk in the park, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. None whatsoever. Very, very tough, uh, tough situation. But Eli's been, I, I thought Eli was, you know, Eli is always Eli. Watching him at the locker today, was he any different? He was kind of cute when he first came. The first thing out of his mouth was, eh, miss everybody. <laughs> you know, just, but matter of fact, just, just, just kind of to break it and then just he didn't do saturday night live for nothing you know no 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 he, he he's he's got some of that peyton humor in him yeah no it, it was but then it was matter of fact asking him you know I, what was going through your mind at the trading deadline i i don't think i don't think anything was going through his mind at the trading deadline i, I think if, if anything was going through his mind who of my teammates might be traded that, that might have been what was going through his mind at the trading deadline. And, and, you know, asking him, well, you know, what's it been like the last 10, 11 weeks, whatever it was? He said, well, you want to play. 
Everybody. That's why you play the game of football, because you want to play. Folks, I want to just ask you one thing. As you call into the show, the lines are full. They're absolutely jammed. We're done talking. We're going to get to you guys, but let's make it real quick. Guys, please be real quick with your comments, because we know a lot of people want to get in. What's that? We got calls. I don't know why they're not on your screen, but they're here. They, uh, that's why I'm looking. Why aren't on any calls on my screen there? Your, your screen's broken. Maybe the battery's dead, but oh, we, got, that, we got calls. That's why. But uh, seriously, guys, I'm try to make what's them. what's going on. We're going to try to get through them real quick because I know it's a big news oh. day. Well, what did you do? They're down there, and she put them up there. I see. I the figured, lovely Nicole. I'm I, banking my head against the wall. I'm surprised. No, well, no I knew that's why you kept talking. And, I finally decided course, to stop you. Of course. Who did I? I even mentioned Charlie without seeing Charlie. That being said, I got a bad feeling about this. Hallelujah. Losing his mind. Mr. Illness. He wasn't right in the hat. Enough jokes. I am happy. You're a madman. Here we go. All right, Charlie, my boy. How are you today? I'm good. What a difference a day makes. Well, for, for you, uh, listen, uh, again, <laughs> a, as I said, and I didn't make any disparaging remarks, I said some people, like <laughs> our dear friend Charlie, would like to see Eli play, so you're getting your chance to see Eli play. That's right. <clears throat> and who has a better chance of winning in Philadelphia? It's Eli Manning, and we're going to see a heart of a lion. He knows he's got four weeks left with the New York Giants, and he's going to play like the Eli Manning of 2011. And if he starts winning, which he will, there's no way Daniel Jones is getting back in because Tish and Myra will not let it happen if we're winning. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. Uh, He will play Monday night. He will also play against Miami, and I'm going to see if I can get tickets to get down there because I want to see Eli before he goes out as a New York Giant. And I tell you, Eli, is this is the best news. My voodoo doll worked. His ankle swelled oh, up. All right, oh, <laughs> all right, Charlie, 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 Charlie. When you start getting into the voodoo stuff, keep it classy. We, yeah, <laughs> okay. Let's see. see the, 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 that's not necessary. I, I do believe, Charlie, I do believe in your heart you're a good fan. I do believe that. But when a knucklehead starts talking about voodoo dolls and wishing somebody hey, to get hurt, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. but it's not cool. Yeah, but, but you know what? Some of your joking is, you know, it's hard to take sometimes. You know what I'm saying, Charlie? <laughs> well, look, you watch Eli. Eli, Eli is going to play his best ball and we're going to be thinking like what would have happened if he had played the whole year yeah you we might have been in the hunt for a playoff yes the team who's going to win is going to be eight and eight yes most likely if uh, that's what you know if 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 my aunt tilly had you know what she'd be my uncle willie charlie thank you charlie have a great day all right right. let's go to travis in queens travis you're on with russ and paulie hey fellas how you guys doing hello how you doing Good to talk Good. to you. Um, all right. So, look, I'm going to keep it quick, so I'm going to cut my uh, other comments short. Right? But you guys were talking about uh, uh, the 100 players uh, yesterday. Yes, sir. So, so I want to I wanna ask you guys yeah, a, a personal question about coaching, right? Not not a top 100, but I'm going to put it like a little spin on it. And I just want to know who would you guys take, and I'll listen to you guys off the air. You guys have a good day. Well, wait, wait, what's right? the question? All right, here we go. All right. Right now, if you can pick a coach, any coach, to run the Giants okay, 10 I'm, years. Uh, no, nah, I'm not doing I that. Give you, Travis, we're not going to no. do that. No, nope. we're not going to do that, Travis. 
Pat Shermer. Any, no, no, Travis. No, 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 no. This, this is, this is. I'm not. No, no, I'm not. No, no, no. This is a. This is not about Pat Shermer. This is just a, a question as to who you guys would would like to coach the Giants. That's not. No, I, no, no, Travis. The guy I want to coach the Giants is Pat Shermer. Okay, because he is the coach of the Giants. It, it, no, listen, if I'm we didn't have, if I'm, we, not, I'm not asking about Pat Shermer. This is not a not. Or well, you're, ask, you're asking who he would like to coach the Giants. If you're asking who he would like to coach the Giants, the question is, well, Pat Shermer is the coach of the Giants. So you follow what I'm saying? I, I'm not trying to blow you off, right. buddy, but you got to understand where we're coming from. Pat Shermer is right. the coach of the Giants. Okay? I, 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 I guess you, uh, you guys are sensitive. I'm just asking a fun question. But all right, no problem. All right, take care. All right, buddy. Thank you. Oh, look, if he wants to bring Vince Lombardi back, yeah. I, I get it. You know, the guy's a Hall of Famer. I'm not sure I understand the context of the question. I think what he's talking about is over the course of, of the great coaches in history, the Hall of Fame coaches, if you could pluck one of those guys from the past and put them, uh, put them in the seat. Uh, that, that's not a it, terrible it's, it's question not, to It's ask. not proper to ask. You know what? Russ, you, you wouldn't rather have Vince Lombardi coaching this team than anybody else now in today's league? Russ, Outs I mean, Russ, outside of maybe Russ, who would you rather have if you can have anybody sitting next to you? You know, who would you rather have, Russ? Well, no, Paul is here, so I want Paul. It's here. okay. It's okay. You want you want Marv Albert or Bill Mazur? No, I, I think I can bow to those guys. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. No, they're Hall of Famers. A, a guy has a job. Okay. You don't talk about that's somebody's fine. Position. Anyway, not a big deal. Let's go down to Atlanta and check in with Greg. Hello, Greg. How you doing today? You're on with Russ and Paul. Hey, Paul and Russ. How you guys? Hello. Doing? Good. All right. Um, I'm just calling. I'm gonna keep it brief. One thing, I, in my opinion, like uh, sometimes when a, a person doesn't perform and or uh, are performing below average, sometimes you have to bench the person for them to get a perspective of what's going on and reevaluate themselves. So, in in saying that, I feel like this is a momentum opportunity for Eli because. If he comes back in after sitting down and reevaluating himself, and he plays well, then that's going to look good, and the Giants are going to have to have answer some questions about what we're going to do with him continuing going forward. But if he comes in and plays the same way he's been playing, then I think then that's just going to be a bad knock for him, his future. Who's who? who so you, hope, Greg, Greg, who are you talking? Are you talking about Eli's future? Yeah, I'm talking about Eli. Greg, so, Greg. As far as him continuing to play in the league, if he comes back in against the Eagles and doesn't perform well, then a lot of people are going to be scratching their heads. Like, I, I don't think, I, Greg, I'm going to disagree with you. I think Paul will as well. I don't want to speak for Paul. I don't think anybody's scratching their head. Greg, you're talking about a veteran guy. You talk when you said Eli needs to reevaluate himself. There's nothing for Eli to reevaluate. I mean, you can't turn back the clock. Age, you could say, creeping up. I, I mean, if he comes out and plays well, that's going to be wonderful. But, you know, like somebody asked the question today, and Paul, you, you were standing right next to him. Somebody asked the question today. Eli, do you think you're showcasing yourself now for next season? He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He doesn't have to showcase himself, Greg, for, for anybody. He, 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 Eli said... This is why you play for it. This is why you play football for a chance to get in and see the action. That's what he's doing. And I'm going to tell you something. I hope to heck both Paul and I are wrong, but he's going in to 
a very, very dark, difficult place to play on Monday night against oh, yeah. a tough team and an arch rival. So I don't expect him to have a banner day. To be, I hope he does, but I don't expect it. Quite frankly, that that's a very tall order, and it, you know, he he's not playing the little sisters of the poor. He's playing a very desperate Eagles team Monday night. Am I right, Paul? Well, we mentioned this yesterday. The Eagles have beaten the Giants in five straight and nine out of the last ten times they've played. I mean, you know, could the deck be stacked any more heavily yeah. against the Giants than yeah. they're going to be on Monday night? You know, but it is what it is. And Eli's not going to shy away from it. To further what you said, Russ, he's a competitor. Yeah, He loves competition. He wants to be out there, get the juices flowing, and try to beat somebody. And that's, that's the beauty of sports. You know, Greg, if Eli comes in and plays great, it's going to be wonderful. And if he doesn't play great, it's not going to be a big deal. The change was made. It's just like, as Pat Shermer said when he was asked. Paul and I were standing right there when he was asked. Well, it, what happens when um, Daniel Jones is healthy again? If he, well, then Daniel Jones is my starting quarterback. I mean, that's, that's what it is. But thanks for the call as always, Greg. Appreciate it. Have yourself a good day. Uh, 201-939-4513 is the number. Let's go down to Virginia and check in with Tom. Hello, Tom. You're on with Russ and Paul. Well, what a pleasure to finally get through. Glad you I are. Have, I have just a couple of quick comments. Sure. First of all, it's a shame that um, Jones had to get hurt for Schumer, Schumer to make the change. I have been looking for this for the last four games when whether Jones has been bouncing the ball into other people's hands and not hitting, not throwing properly and that kind of stuff. It's been a travesty. On the other hand, I believe that Eli will go into tonight, tomorrow, today and have a great game on Monday. Uh, he's going to get up against the Eagles. The Eagles have never been easy for the Giants. It's, it's, it's been a, a crapshoot every time you go down there. So I, I don't expect anything but the, his best effort. But whether his best effort is going to be the only best effort, we need more best efforts out there if we're going to beat the Eagles. Well, thank you, Tom. Uh, that's my comment. All right, buddy. Thank you very much for the call. Listen, <laughs> effort has not been a problem with the Giants this year, quite frankly, mm -hmm. with anybody. So Agreed. Let, let's not talk about effort. And, and you know Eli is going to give you a 10,000% effort. Whether that's good enough remains to be seen. You know, let, let, let's not... Let's not start disparaging, be talking about Daniel Jones as if the guy's been some kind of bum, okay? Because as far as I'm concerned, he's proven that he's a franchise quarterback. You know, I don't understand the, the, the caller's remark about Jones because on, on the rookie grading scale, yeah, he has done it. very well. Extremely well. I, he, and you can't grade a rookie quarterback compared to a guy who's been in the league for several years. It is a very, 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 very rare breed indeed. Look what Peyton Manning did as a rookie. Look what Eli did as a rookie. Look what Troy Aikman and Terry Bradshaw did as rookies. Okay? This league is not meant to have rookie quarterbacks succeed in their first year in the game. You it's just not. You just mentioned the name 
Terry Bradshaw. You hit Terry Bradshaw's comments on uh, on Daniel Jones? I did not. He, he had said, I didn't know anything about Daniel Jones. He said, I don't know that I was watching, you know, too many Duke games a lot, but he said, everything that I see about Daniel Jones, I like. You know, that's from a guy who knows a little bit about playing quarterback. So, you know, I, 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 I mean, let's just let's just get real about this. Any remarks and yeah. criticisms you want to levy against Daniel Jones are simply because he is a rookie who is starting in the league. And by nature, rookies are going to have ups and downs. And you have to take the downs with the ups when someone is in the lineup as a rookie. That's and, just part of the deal. And his ups far exceed his downs. Let's just put it that way. Two zero one nine three nine four five one three. Let's go to Pennsylvania and check in with our friend Joe. Joe, hello again. You're on with Russ and Paul. Uh, hi guys. Uh, hey Joe. To me, it doesn't matter who's the quarterback. Like Paul said, the word earlier, Simons. You know, in that first series there against the Packers, we had a third and one. You know what I mean? And I, I watched it on film, and I heard. Uh, uh, Brian Baldwin to go break it break it down that it, it's the Packers wasn't ha- didn't do anything different than it showed on film and you know what I mean Jalapeno and the guards got mixed up you know the guard in uh, in the tackle was double teaming the guy and uh, Jalapeno had a guy over him and another one just came right up the mid he's not a right pepper. up the middle and got. Barkley in the backfield, and then you could see them arguing with one another on their assignments. I mean, then you look at the defense, you see it all over all the time. Uh, uh, I just seen there where Carl Banks come out and said it, it's 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 the scheming and the, the way they're running the defense. All right, Joe, and- I, I'm going to have to stop you here for just one second because there's no way to put a a specific value on experience. Okay, but I'm not going to let this just pass because I I said this many times before uh, on behalf of Eli Manning. Part of Eli Manning's greatness, okay, is the stuff that's hidden that you don't see on television, that you don't see in the stands. It's his ability with the intangibles to make the calls and the audibles at the line of scrimmage, to recognize everything that you could possibly see on a football field because he's one of the most intelligent players in the National Football League. And so there is no question that with his experience over a rookie who's playing, he will have better recognition of certain things and he will be able to opt out of certain things that the rookie has never seen before. That is not to say personally anything bad about Daniel or anything great about Eli other than an experienced quarterback has a better chance to do something at the line of scrimmage to get out of a bad play and there's not going to be any way you me or Russ are going to be able to quantify that in Philadelphia on Monday night because we're not at the line of scrimmage we're not hearing the calls we're not in the huddle we're not in the in the quarterback's headset So we're not going to be able to quantify that for you. But I will tell you that, in my opinion, there will be a number of plays, and how many I don't know, that Eli will be able to avoid disaster simply because of his experience. Will it be enough to win the game? I don't know the answer to that. Well, I agree, Paul. And, uh, you know, you will see him, like I said, with him getting the ball 
uh, released within, you know, two seconds or under it, like before, you know, because he, he knows what's coming off and having to get rid of it. Sure. So, uh, yeah, remember, you know, also remember this, that, that front line is fairly imposing by the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, I, I understand that. I just want our I just want our our offensive line to know their assignments, and you don't want guys running free. And Understood. That. And then you to give them a chance. It doesn't matter. That's what I mean. Who's ever back there at quarterback? <laughs> Joe, let's let what, what let's Joe, be honest with us. You know darn well you'd make a deal with the devil if you can have the Giants win and beat your Eagles and your Eagle fans and your Eagle neighbors. Am I correct, Joe? Oh yeah, well, yeah. Well, so I'd go so far, but I, I mean, I, 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 I want to win. You know, yes. you know what I mean. We're but just I, having I'm fun. I'm just saying, I want our guys. I'm just so tired of. I never seen so many blown assignments, offense and defense, mm. as this year. And well, like Joe, it says, it's coming to the end of the season, and nothing's changing. I, I, Joe, I, I, Joe, I will agree with you on one very strong point. If the Giants blow assignments against Fletcher Cox, he will wreck the game. It's well, just that I, simple. I mean, right. Uh, uh, he, he, cause something has to be done with that. I mean, come on. It's just it's Joe, going to school knowing your ABCs, you know? Joe did you, so. did, Joe, did you ever see the movie My Cousin Vinny? Cousin Vinny. Which Joe Pesci, yeah. Great And you know what it is? It's all about youth. That's what well, it's, it's all about. Utes, you got it. You got a young team. They they Utes. You got it. All right, Joe. Joe thank you. you. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> like Great movie. Fred, Fred Gruden saying what? A Ute? What's a, yeah, a Ute. You know what a Ute is? Well, I think I've seen that ten times. Oh my god, it's that good. It, it, ten times, if any. My goodness. Oh wow. Two zero one nine three nine four five one three is the number. Again, folks, if you subscribe to Giants Audio, the Giants Audio podcast, please make note that, and if you haven't already, that the Big Blue Kickoff Live show is now it now has its own dedicated podcast. So you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or your favorite podcast platform. Again, Big Blue Kickoff Live no longer available in the Giants audio podcast, so please subscribe to the Big Blue Kickoff Live podcast, and you can still watch or listen to the show on Giants.com and the Giants app. Let's go now down, again, 201-939-4513, the number. Let's go down to Columbia, Maryland, and speak with our buddy Len. Hello, Len. It's Russ and Paul again. How are you, buddy? Yeah, how you doing, guys? Good. Uh, I tell you. Russ, that was great. My cousin Vinny and the Utes. Utes, oh, yeah. You know, you remember we were all Utes one time, right, Len? <laughs> we got a Utes movement, yeah. I tell you. That's great. And, Paulie, you, you slipped a name through there early in the show. Bill Mazur. Holy cow, you're talking royalty now when it comes to sports talk radio. Yeah. Bill Mazur. Yes, sir. <laughs> that guy was something. You know, those early questions in sports talk, Mazur would always get a, who's better, Mantle or Maze? Yep. You know, Jim Brown or Cookie Gilchrist. There you go. <laughs> Remember that one? That was a beauty. Yep. That was a beauty. Hey, listen, two rules of thumb I think we need to kind of keep in mind relative to this to this Eli thing. Um, you know, play your best players um, amongst the healthy group. And this is, this is Eli, okay? I mean, he's right now he's, he's the best quarterback that's healthy. So you play him. Secondly, nobody – in football, from Pee Wee on up, should ever lose a starting job because they got hurt. 
you lose a starting job on the field. If the coach thinks you're the best player and you're playing and you get hurt, you get a shot as soon as you're ready to play. As much as I want Eli to play, I think you have to follow that formula. That, one, one last thing, and I'll let you go. I know you've got a lot of calls. No, you're good. Go ahead, Len. Yeah, okay. You're making one, some good uh, points. One thing, one thing I wanted to talk about relative you know, to the – I should say beyond the Eli thing. You know, something, here's, a, here's an understatement. Something, something's wrong, guys. I mean, it just hasn't. It, you know, it's not like we've had an eight-game series against the against the Ravens or the Ravens in Seattle. I mean, just there's just something wrong with just not playing well. How's that for an understatement, huh? Well, I you mean, know, I, it, I don't know. You heard you what know, I, It just seems like we should have won some of these games, guys. Len, I I, I said it in tongue in cheek to Joe about Utes, but but really, I, I again, not making excuses, but. I think being a youthful team, minds and all the mistakes haven't been from the youthful players, as Paul brought out yesterday. But the frustrating part of the season, Len, and you call you're, you're on with us all the time. But to me, the frustrating part of the season is not so much the record, and we know what the record is. But yeah. to me, it's how we've suffered the losses. Paul and no. I sit next to each other for every home game, oh, and, yeah. and, and you're watching and. It's right there in the fourth quarter. It's not like they're blown out from the first quarter on, whether they have a slow start or not. It's yeah. there in the fourth quarter. I, I mean, for crying out loud, you know, if they, they, they won half of those, they'd still be in a playoff picture, as crazy as it sounds. In the, yeah, the way I know, that I know is. exactly. That's where I'm coming. I'm, uh, That's I mean, the frustrating I'm, part. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I mean, it's just, it's, it's almost befuddling as to how this could you know, turn out this way. I mean, lose eight games in a row. You think you might, you know, you might get lucky. I mean, it's just it's, it's, something's not right. I'm, you know, I'm not sure what it was. Maybe, hopefully, you know, forget the Eli thing for a moment. Hopefully, we turn it around on Monday night in Philly. I mean, you know, we got four games left. Twenty-five percent of the season. Um, I, I mean, I'm one of their best customers as a season ticket holder. I mean, never send your best customers out of your store unhappy. Well, it's not good. Len, no, nobody would dispute that, but I can assure you, and, and there's probably no more loyal fan than you. And I'm not saying that just to say that. You, you, you call all the time. You travel to see. He's been going team. since the 50s. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he's been going since Columbus discovered America, for crying out loud. 19, what was it, 58? Oh. Was that your first game, 58? No, no, I saw no. I, 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 I did see that string of three guys in '58. I did see that that, that the Summerall field goal. I was sitting in the left field bleachers. The kick went the other direction. He couldn't even see the ball. You, you had to wait to hear the crowd's reaction to know whether or not that kick went through the upright. So. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of the great moments and a lot of the bad moments. Well, I was there for the fumble, too, in 78. Yeah, but, so. but that's why you're a good fan, Len, because you were there then and you're there, you're here now, and I'm sure you're going to be here to see some good times. It'd be nice if it starts uh, on Monday night with Eli. That would be great. Get, Let's get, beat get the Eagles. No better team to beat than uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, all right, Lenny, you have yourselves a good week. We'll talk to you uh, next okay, week. Guys, all right, buddy. All right. Take care. Thanks, Len. He, he's a good old fan, huh? No question. Yeah, just you can you can hear the passion in his voice. Two zero one nine three nine four five one three is the number. Let's now. Uh, what do you say? We travel over to Baltimore and check in with Noah. Hello, Noah. You're on with Russ and Paul. 
Hey, uh, I'm I'm an actual I'm actually an Eagles fan, but I just have a quick question for you guys, like about like Saquon's performance and how you how you guys think about it, like how he'll do against like the Eagles, like front seven and everything. Well, Noah, um, again, buddy, uh, listen, uh, it's it's Saquon. we did see some improvement last week, did we not, Paul? There's no we, question. We saw some improvement last week, but, but again, as I just mentioned, that's a formidable, you know, front line that they have. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I like to think we're going to see something good, but I don't know. Here's the one thing I think you would agree, Noah. If you're an Eagles fan, and I don't know, are you from Philadelphia itself, or are you just an Eagles fan from afar? I'm just an Eagles fan from the family and everything like that, but I'm not from there. Okay, Okay. Uh, because what I would say to you is uh, there are a lot of people in Philadelphia who are very disappointed in this team right now, and I don't think there's any question that this defense particularly is living more off reputation than they are actual production. Now, they're doing really, really well against the run, but but they've had a lot of trouble getting to the quarterback. They're a middle-of-the-pack team in terms of sacks. Okay, they've certainly given up their share of big plays, uh, and they, you know, have not been very good in the red zone. So, you know, this is a beatable team, as we now know, because as we see the record, they're fighting for their playoff lives. Uh, So they are not the, quote, Super Bowl contending Eagles that we've seen in the last few years. Having said that, they are still a matchup nightmare for the Giants. So am I going to sit here and tell you that Barkley's going to run wild? I'm not going to do that. But would it surprise me if Barkley has another, quote, good game like he did last Sunday? That would not surprise me. I think he's getting healthier, and I think he's running the ball a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I, I think – I'm not going to say and, this. And too. also, I had I had one other question. How do you feel about, like, if you guys know about him, like Chase Young, and you guys, like, getting him in the draft and everything like that? Well, if, listen, if Giants are fortunate enough to take him, you know – we were talking about him yesterday. I think if the Giants are fortunate enough to be able to take him, they will take mm-hmm. him. And I'm I'm certainly not going to poo-poo that. As, uh, Noah, as Paul brought out yesterday, um, and it kind of sent up a red flag to Paul, he um, he was shut out he, against Michigan. He was shut but out against Michigan. He's the unanimous selection best pass rusher in the draft. Yeah, and, and he's also, in, in fairness, you know, so, some of that being shut out could have to do with triple teams and what. But no doubt, I, I don't no think doubt. I don't think there's any disputing if they can get him. I I would be surprised if it'd be hard to pass him up. <laughs> they, they got <laughs> the quarterback. They got the franchise quarterback that they wanted uh, last year. They got the the running back the year before. They got a big, big talented kid in the middle in Dexter Lawrence uh, this past year. So, uh, you know, the pieces are coming together. You just need more pieces. And and as Paul has been bringing out, till we're all blue in the face, they need edge rushers. And, you know, you get a guy like uh, Chase Young, you got something going. Thanks for the call, Noah. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank, Thank you. Am I right? I mean... I mean, if he's there, he's there. It's pretty hard to pass him up. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Would I, would, would I, am I curious about the shutout against Michigan? I said it yesterday. I'm not afraid to say it today. I'm curious about it. Yeah. But he is the unanimous selection, best pass rusher in the draft. It would be very hard to pass him up. Yeah. That simple. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> there's one thing, of, and I learned this, let him rest in peace, our dear departed, former general manager of the Giants, George Young. I'll never forget it. When the Jets were taking a beating on Blair Thomas, 
Well, was I think Blair Thomas mm -hmm. was the pick, running back at a Penn State. Say, was picked, with, I think the second pick. He was right ball. up there, yeah. Okay, and I remember the, the Jets were getting killed. Like he, he turned into nothing, you know, blah blah blah. And I remember George telling us, and anybody who would listen, he says, "Let me tell you, not just the Giants." And he he, he had it on his papers, not just the Giants, but all the teams had Blair Thomas at the top of their board. Everybody viewed him as they can't miss. And he's not the only guy. It, it well, just it happens. Now, listen. There, I, are so, there are other circumstances that make you take a guy besides him just being on top of the board. No, no, but, but everybody had him. You know, George, George's point was everybody had him. His talent was very highly rated. Talent. There's no doubt. Everybody had it. You know, just sometimes nothing's sure except death and taxes. Nothing is sure. Let's go back to Pennsylvania and check in with uh, Xavier. Hello, Xavier. You're on with Russ and Paul. How are you guys doing? Hello. Good. How are you doing? Hey, I've been hearing you guys for a long time. I've been a Giants fan since 2004. When Eli Manning entered the league. Um, it's an honor to finally speak to you guys. Now, my, my whole concern about the Giants this year is that I feel like one, Pat Shermer really didn't, really is not getting a fair opportunity because of last year being basically his first year trying to reorchestrate the, you know, the program to fit his needs and criteria, same as Dave, uh, Dave Gutterman. And I feel like some are, you know, some of the fans are really harsh on him this year because of the outcome of the season, which, as a Giants fan, we haven't seen a really, you know, playoff contender in a long time, and I just feel like with, with the youth that we have this year, I feel like they do have something going on. I just feel like us being impatient as a fan in the media, it's hard. It, we've been a little too harsh for Pat Shermer. This is just on Pat Shermer's behalf as the team. I feel like Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, did what a lot of people didn't expect this year, honestly, out of a rookie quarterback. And, you know, turnovers is harsh. Let's be honest. You, you know, turnovers is harsh. But when I, I remember growing up, Eli Manning came in the league. He, his turnover ratio wasn't, you know, Danny Lyons neither. Not the harsh Eli Manning because I, I feel like he was a great quarterback for the last 16 years. I watched him. Uh, Brandon Jacobs, Siki Barber, um, Amani Toomer, I actually met Amani Toomer at East Orange uh, Middle School when I was growing up. So, you know, I just feel like as Giants fans, we, we are harsh on the, on the staff this year, on the players this year, and how youth we are this year. Well, Xavier, thank you for the call, my friend. Uh, I have to tell you. Appreciate it. You sound like a real common sense fan. You're right. You know, and, and Sherman's the first one to tell you, you know, and along with everybody else, the record is what it is. Uh, but, you know, it, nothing's for lack of trying. Nobody takes it uh, lightly. You know, this is their profession. This is their business. I, I, I you know, uh, nobody, I've gotten in, into discussions and Paul has sat next to me. I, I know how fans are. I know the passion. I, I hear you people when you call. I know the passion and how you, you live and die with the team. Trust me, the coaches, the players, they live and die also.
It's their livelihood. You know, I, I don't think we have to sit here and defend Daniel Jones, but his touchdown to interception ratio right now is 18 to 11. And I'd like to know, and I haven't looked this up, so maybe I'm inviting trouble here, but if you really want to criticize Daniel Jones, then go back into the stats over the last decade, let's say, and find me a rookie quarterback who's played more than five games during his rookie season who has a better touchdown-to-interception ratio. And I don't think you're going to find too many. Paul. I really don't. Listen, folks. And I'm not He's saying, done well. I'm not saying it because we're sitting here. You're gonna not. You're not gonna find two bigger fans of Eli Manning than these two guys right here. Okay, you're not. And when that decision was made, eh, we both kind of sat back and you know, full disclosure, not happy about it. But Daniel Jones has exhibited talent. He's 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 exhibited an arm. He's exhibited a touch. Uh, you know, that touchdown pass last week was a thing of beauty to uh, Sterling Shepard. To Sterling Shepard, a thing of in the beauty. snow. It, it, in the snow. And one thing we did not have a clue about was his toughness and resiliency I, I'm, and his leadership on the field. So, so to me, again, uh, yeah, there were some mistakes. As we said, a lot of it's got to do with being youth, youthful, right? <laughs> That's got to do there with you being youthful. But uh, I'll tell you, one guy I know who's pumped up about this. I know who's pumped up about this. I mean, it's you know. Big Ed in Maryland. Big Ed in Maryland is pumped up about this. Am I right, Big Ed? Yeah, you know God dog going right on pumped up. Boy, Eli Manning going in on Monday night against the Eagles. Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> the best part, look, the best part, he has a running game. And he got receivers to throw to, and he knows his cadence. That was a key thing that I was seeing. That's what Daniel Jones is missing from his little part, the cadence, where he takes him down to the last three to two seconds. That's where the most penalties get called from, and it helps the running game because every time he did it, I saw it, Saquon always got through, and he hit second level. So that's one of them. Hey, what's up, Paulie D, man? I miss you, man. <laughs> Big Ed, I, I, I don't know where you've been, but but I tell you what, we could certainly use some of your energy over the last couple of months. It, is, it has been a rough season. Yeah, B- Big Ed, yeah. you got to remember one thing, though, Big Ed. When you're saying Eli's got the receivers now this week to throw to, remember something. We don't know about Evan Ingram. We don't know about uh, Golden Tate. Golden Tate so we don't know. We don't know. And, and you know, uh, we also know that what we do know is that Saquon is still, you know, not all the way back. You know, we, we saw improvement last week. So let's not make it out. It's going to be a better roses coming up in uh, in Philadelphia on Monday night. Yeah, the thing is, we got to play them like Miami just did, playing with a whole bunch of heart and stuff they don't expect just to knock them off. Well, you know, one thing I will say, Big Ed, the Philadelphia Eagles fans, they are very, very, very emotional fans, much like New York fans are. You know, they're very dramatic. We all know they're legendary. And and if you can get the fans to turn on the Eagles, you know, Mm -hmm. if you can get them to turn on them and not allow the Eagles to seize the momentum, that's the whole thing. I've seen the Giants go down there and, and hit the first punch win the first quarter, win the first half. But then when the Eagles make their push and they get the momentum, 
In recent years, the Eagles have then been able to ride that momentum and the wave to victory. Well, what the Giants need to do, and this is simply an intangible. I'm not talking X's and O's right now. Intangibles. Not only do they have to come out strong and show the Eagles that they're truly in a fight, the Giants must be able to sustain the first wave of energy that the Eagles come back with. And if the Giants can do that, okay, when the Eagles counter, if the Giants can get through that and not give up the lead and not give up the momentum in that building, that's their best chance to win the game. I've been there enough yeah, of times. Absolutely. I know how the, we- the the ebb and flow of the momentum in that building changes the game. I've seen it dozens and dozens of times. Yep. Absolutely. Just like when Jeff Hosseller came in, Phil Sims. Go ahead. He goes lost until Jeff just, until Jeff said, you know what? I got this. I'm going all the way. And only a few of us in that locker room. You know, you, Russ, you, Paul, you were there. I was there, too, in spirit. It was only a few of us in that locker room believed we was going to do what we were going to do, and we did it. The only thing is, we're just done with this season, so we could just have fun with what we got left. Hey, hey you know what? Hey, Big Paulie, man, if you're going to be at the game in Philly, man, I'll, I'll meet you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Big Ed, I, I'm always uh, with, with, the, with the team on the road, so I go to all the games. But unfortunately, I wind up going in many, many hours beforehand, setting things up. And, and I appreciate hey. it, and I'd love to see you. But uh, I'm, I, here's what I will say. I'm on the field during the game, so if there's any way you're in the lower level by the giant side of the bench, when all the Philly fans are yelling nasty things at me, you can at least say hello. And I, and I promise you I'll wave back. Well, you, trust me, it, b- b- <laughs> Big Ed. If you holler, yes. if you holler, he's gonna hear you. I can tell you that. Right. He'll be the only Giants fan no, trying no, to support it, me. It don't matter. But Big Ed's got a set of pipes, so they're gonna he hear. He sure him. does. Now, Big be Ed, well, man. Enjoy it. Right. All right, buddy. Uh, Take care. Bye, bye. Good calls today. Oh a lot of man, fun today. Yeah, a lot of energy today. No, a lot did, did we of get energy. to our tweets? Did we have any? Yeah, a lot of energy, and you know what? A lot of common sense and people being realistic. Well, I mean, let's you know face it, Russ. It, hey, you like, know, like it's like my cousin Vinny. You got a lot of youth on this team. You know what I'm saying? Clay- a, lot, a lot of youth. All right, Clayton Harding says, "Tell Wally Pip that you get your job back when the starter returns from injury." <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> no, wait a minute. We can't. We are. It's not fair for us to assume. Everybody knows who Wally Pip is. Okay, go right ahead. Well, Nicole doesn't. No, Nicole, Nicole has no idea. No, Wally Pip got hurt, and a fellow by the name of Lou Gehrig took oh. over. Okay? Nicole, you know who Lou Gehrig is, thank goodness. Yeah, okay. I was getting a little nervous there. All so. right. Danny Dimes says, regardless of uh, which Eli is going to show up, the good Eli, the bad Eli, don't know, but Eli always showed up. And he notes the, the crazy streak of Eli playing in all those games without missing one due to injury and obviously crediting his durability. And that's, it really is an incredible, incredible run that he had. The, the real Eli always shows up. There, there was only... Well, he had there, some bad games in his career. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, I can well everybody that. has bad sure, games, but sure. it's still the real Eli. The real Eli shows up. The real, the real Eli is a guy who comes, 
regardless of the situation, oh, regardless of the adversity, is a pro and gives a thousand percent. No question. That's that's no the question. Real Eli, that, that that's I mean, for sure. Some have some. They all have better games. But but, than but his point is that Eli's always there. You can count on him to show up every time. Yeah. That was his point, and I agree with that. AJ Marshall says Giants run D has improved since Leonard Williams was acquired, uh, and I couldn't say more. It's absolutely correct. Listen, we have had Paul and I have discussed it a few times. There is no disputing that he is a plus on the Giants. Big fan of Leonard Williams, and I do hope that the Giants are able to get that extension with him because, in fact, I even talked to him after the game on the field the other day, and, uh, you know, he was very honest and frank and open, but there's also a little question that, uh, you know, they shut down the Packers' run game. Not that it's a great run game anyway, but you didn't, you didn't see Rodgers go to the run very much because they, they neutralized him. Well, well the, listen. It was all in the air. The Giants run defense has been you know okay that hasn't been the problem you know past defense is a different story what else you got there uh you? steven tuenberg says it took over uh, eli manning over 200 games to miss one understanding that hey jones is getting hurt in his rookie season and missing a game uh just crediting manning once again for his durability and I have no problem with people who say that because I think that's one of the facets you look at when when people say that Eli Manning is a borderline Hall of Famer or say that they would not vote for him for the Hall of Fame. I say, look, if the two Super Bowl MVPs aren't enough, if all the the the, the All Star performances aren't enough, if his track record and stats aren't enough, his durability puts him over the top. Because in this game. To be as durable as he's been, to play at the high level that he has played for such a long time without being knocked out of the lineup, man, if that doesn't give you extra butter on your toast, then you don't have any idea of what the National Football League is about. Extra butter on your toast. That's like sprinkles on an ice cream cone or something. How about extra cheese on the pizza? You like that better? Because that's certainly my cup of coffee. Well, I figured it would be. All right, brother. Anyway, folks, once again, uh, thank you for being part of the show. If a reminder, if you subscribe to the Giants audio podcast, please note, as we've been saying, that Big Blue Kickoff Live now has its own dedicated podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or your favorite podcast platform. Again, Big Blue Kickoff Live no longer available in the Giants audio podcast. So please subscribe to the Big Blue Kickoff Live podcast. You can still watch or listen to the show on Giants.com and the Giants app. But right now, that is a wrap right here. Uh, thanks to the lovely Nicole Barrows for taking care of us at the controls. To my buddy here, Paul Dottino, who stepped in today for uh, David Deal. I'm Russell Holzberg. And above all, thank you fans out there for tuning in and giving us a call because without you fans, we'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, we'll see you.